It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Love combat sports? I have a website for you, cageminds.com. That's C-A-G-E-D-M-I-N-D-S.com. Fight news from around the world, in-depth interviews, live event coverage. Covering combat sports for over a decade. Established in April 2011. That's cageminds.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It is Pro Wrestling After Hours. Michael Carlisle and Micah Frankel. Micah, what's shaking, man? I'm not even sure right now. Is something shaking? Is that an earthquake? Well, the, the future the, the, the future of Bray Wyatt may be a little shaky. Uh, the road to WrestleMania is definitely a little shaky. Do you mean the roller coaster to WrestleMania? And Well, I, I think it's a road. I don't think it's a well-maintained road. There are some potholes. There are some cracks. That uh, there are a bunch of orange barrels. It gets down to one lane, and then it opens back up to four lanes, and then it goes down to two, then it goes to three, then it goes back to one. Feels like they almost know what they're doing with it. Uh, well, sadly, they almost know what they're doing, and that's it, not until good. they can't get over the rope. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You, you had one freaking job on Raw. Make Amos yes. look strong, and nope, nope, nope. Still felt funny. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, what's going on with Bray Wyatt? Because I thought I saw two different things. I saw there may be creative issues, and there may be an injury issue. I'm leaning towards the creative issues because I don't know how we would get injured not working. I mean, not wrestling. He works. He just doesn't wrestle. He performs, just not in the physical way. Well, you know, um, you carry around masks and puppets and things like that. Your your, your bag gets heavy. You're talking about a, a lantern that Jeff Dunham is not like more ripped. Like he carries all that weight. Sorry, Jeff, off. Jeff, Jeff Dunham deceptively cut. All right, all right. Just saying. Yeah, you, you're oh. like in Peanut and... So you think it's maybe the, in the, the core. The, the, the hillbilly one and the, the old dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get it done. Yeah. yeah, all right. So depending on what story you believe, either Bray Wyatt's unhappy with creative and went home, or he has a physical injury. 
which is why I don't buy the injury thing. Because who the fuck says physical injury? He's got a knee. He's got a leg. He's got an arm. He's got a shoulder. He has a physical, unless the WWE sources who are putting things out there are trying to stress it's nothing mental. Um, but yeah, who the fuck says, oh, he has a physical injury and he will not be able to compete at WrestleMania. Well, he's not going to be able to compete because he doesn't want to be there. I, I, I thought this is the only place he wanted to be. I, I thought he said mm. this is the only people he trusted to see his vision, to give him his creative. Isn't this just what we went through a couple months ago where he felt better about going well, the WWE instead of being mishandled in uh, AEW? Isn't now, that something that was a narrative me. before? Yeah, it was. And, and I'm going to connect the dots for you. So hey. when Bray was released, who was running things? VKM? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. When Bray came back, who was running things? Paul? Triple H. Paul Levesque. Is it Levesque or Levesque? Tomato, tomato. Okay, cool. I just wondered. Who's rumored to have taken over things and and run in the creative side? Again. No one? Because everything's going to stay the same. Yeah, Vince, I'm guessing, is back in charge. Vince McMahon, no. Coincidence? I think it, it, entirely possible, but eh, I don't know if I'm buying that. Uh, it, it, it's hard. It's not something I'm going to take and put in my cart on Amazon and check out with. I, I, I'm not buying that nothing was going to change. And this, this this kind of feels like it's it's back to I don't get your goofy vision and exactly. It, it's hard to knock Vince at this moment because nobody gets the goofy vision because I don't know where we're going. And well, Uncle Howdy got speared out with his boots. Yeah. Look, it's also possible, too, that, that Triple H is just like, look, I, I've given a lot of you guys a lot of freedom, brought back a lot of people that have been released, and this just isn't working. Some instances it is, some it's not. Uh, Bray, we, we got to rein this in. This little goofy has gone on too long. We, we need to tighten some things up here. And, 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 oh, by the way, I need you to get your ass kicked by Bobby Lashley at, at WrestleMania. And then Bray's like, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not down with all that. I mean, you know, it could be, I'll, it could be innocent. It, look, let's not totally discount that maybe there is an injury involved here, but it does seem more likely than not that there is some disagreement over the creative direction of Bray Wyatt and, and Bray chose to take his ball and go home. Okay, totally off topic, but you kind of, you, you triggered something with me. Okay. Who would you say has been the best that crown jewel so to speak of the returning talent who has worked out the best of the the fired vince guys that hunter brought back who has helped the company that there was there we remember we're seeing like two power gauntlets worth of people there there's heads on hands and memes who has has capitalized on this opportunity back with the w W-E, and taking it a step further. I'm going to say nobody. That, 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 see, because you had said it's worked out with some guys and hasn't with well, them. And, I, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm trying to be fair where I'm like, I, I mean, this is, this is pretty bad. I mean, it's not as bad as the lack of pop that almost and Lashley got, but I, I like Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano. This wasn't great for them, Wrestling Judgment Day. On, the, on the last three nowhere. weeks have not been good for them. 
No, no, no. It doesn't feel like this is yeah. the right place for them. That that NXT was their ceiling. Um, Hit Row is, is gone. Um, the Viking Raiders barely matter. Um, and this is how hard it is to remember who Vince McMahon came back, who, who Triple H brought back that Vince had let go of because they haven't made an impact. They, they don't count. Mm. We're, we're wondering, and it feels like they're close to it. Uh, the more it goes on, the, the more I think Jay White, Taya Valkyrie, they're probably both WWE bound. Oh, Taya Valkyrie will be a dynamite on Wednesday. Will she? I thought there was stuff that she was not with AEW at all. Uh, I think we read different. When when Jade calls out a Canadian to come fight her in Canada, and there aren't any fucking Canadian women available except for Taya Valkyrie, who just finished up with Impact, you, you don't have to jump very far to get from point A to point B. No, but that doesn't mean that she's a long term AEW. Oh yeah, she she she, she 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 may not be she may not be a long term, but WWE didn't want her when they had her. Why would they want her now? Because yeah. Triple H keeps letting people Vince keeps letting people go and Triple H brings them back. So it depends how Triple much H may has. or may not be in a position where he could just bring anybody back he wants to. I, I don't know. And, and by I, the way, if you look at how they've used other women who've been brought back recently. Now, I'm not even talking about Chelsea Green two seconds in the Royal Rumble. What the fuck have they done to Asuka in, in, in the last three weeks? Did you see Asuka on Raw this week? T- totally different than the Asuka that came back a couple of weeks ago. No face paint, candy ass, playing around with the belt and Bianca instead of being the badass mist spitter that, that she was when she came back. I mean, you've already neutered that one. You, you re-sign Chelsea Green, you keep her on the shelf for months, you bring her back so she can be the quickest eliminated female in Royal Rumble history. Lose every match that we've seen right. so far. Uh, I mean, I, I look, maybe Valkyrie does wind up back there. I mean, look, th- th- there's some logical reasons why that could happen. Uh, if she's smart and cares about her career, she won't. It just... It's part of it where you don't have to be an AEW signed roster member to be on Dynamite. True, Rampage. very true. I mean, Dragon Lee took that opportunity, got a AEW, got a WWE contract. Uh, coming off of the ladder match, uh, Commander now apparently in talks with both companies. Uh, Brian Cage about to be a free agent. Tony Khan will give spotlight to people that aren't fully locked down. Sure, that's why I feel like if you look around. Tyler Valkyrie could have a good match, and then she could leverage that into a contract with WWE because once we get past a few people, it feels like, again, the depth is not there, and I feel like she has the personality to be a bigger character where they need help. And to me, Tyler Valkyrie, a step above Nikki Cross, a step above Dewdrop, somebody that protects themselves more as a physical competitor and off the screen. So I feel like she's somebody that they would want to bring back in. And at some point, I feel like WWE just signs people so AEW can't. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have no doubts that happens and, and probably happens both ways. I don't think Tony Khan's going to lose any sleep if Taya Valkyrie slips through his fingertips. No, but I feel like she would be somebody that would make yeah. a really... If you did have her on the AEW side, okay, we're getting called out for a top Canadian, right? What if she wins? Wouldn't that be big? Like, that's the kind of person, the debut, the upset, wouldn't that be big enough to beat Jade to finally end the win streak? No. 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 There's not a fucking chance in hell that Taya Valkyrie or any other Canadian women's wrestler who may show up on Wednesday at Dynamite is beating Jade. Well, do you feel like at least Taya Valkyrie is a performer that we could put some legs under and this could be more than a one-off open challenge, that the open challenge could open up into a longer story? Because at this point, for the benefit of Jade, we should get more of a story going. Oh, I definitely think you need more of a story for Jade. And and I think Tony Khan realizes that. I think you're also trying to buy time waiting for Chris Statlander to return. And, and I don't know how close that. I mean, we've got to be getting close, but but I don't know if we're two weeks away or two months away. Um, well, the same question for Thunder Rosa, right? Uh, that ship might have sailed. Um, she's settling into doing uh, Spanish commentary. That That does not sound like to me, someone whose return is imminent. And maybe I'm wrong on that, but... Maybe that injury is a lot more severe than any of us thought. Maybe. I also believe she's going to be fairly prominently featured in the uh, All Access show. Maybe that's going to be used to springboard her return. I, I think there's going to be a lot of Adam Cole and um, Britt Baker, Baker as well. Um, so, I mean, so we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out, but yeah, I don't, I don't, if, I don't know if Adam Cole is getting prominently featured on all access. Is it only a matter of time before we're Adam Cole, MJF pay-per-view? Uh, maybe that, that, that could be your double or nothing main event. I, I mean, I, I have a like- feel. see, I, a lot of people. I'm not sure how we jumped over here real quick, but that's fine. We're going to be all over the place today. You look at what could be next for MJF. Now, look, you could have Claudio or Wheeler Yuta step in, or, you know, Danielson, you, you took him out. Now it's, you know, you got to go through the rest of the Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley. Don't really see that happening. Is Darby Allen at a place 
where like I think there's still unfinished business with, with he and Sting. Sting is going to be on his way out. I, I don't know that you're pulling the trigger there. I love Orange Cassidy. I don't think he's ready for that next step. You mean the international champion? Uh, we'll get there. He's still all Atlantic until Dynamite. I think. Anywho, um, I don't. I don't know. Adam Cole or yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a leap to to get Kitty Omega in there because somebody's going to have to have a little different outlook, right? Um, for, for that storyline to work. So, so maybe it is Adam Cole. That feels like the long term. I just short term. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with MJF for at least a month, because aren't we waiting for the return of Adam Cole until all access begins next month? Or am uh, I doesn't weeks? all access begin in like two weeks? Maybe I got my dates mixed up. Maybe I was thinking it was in the twenties of April, which is what I'm thinking, and you're telling me it's in the 20s of March because that would be more advantageous. We saw the announcement. We've seen the return of Adam Cole. We're getting the little backstage promos, but it would be a long time to put another March 29th. Weeks. So March so, so 29th. We are still a couple of weeks away. Yeah. So we got two weeks. So do you think we're just kind of cool on MJF for two weeks and they're going to jump right into Cole making a big spectacle and him thinking he's the star of the show because his return is so important and that offends the ego of MJF because it's his show? Maybe. Maybe. Look, you've also seen some subtle um, things thrown out there. Britt Baker's made some comments about... Uh, MJF and breaking up with his fiance supposedly and all that. Yeah, so so there've been little hints dropped. Um, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. We uh, got here by talking about Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So no Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. That's what we're all understanding, right? Correct. What do you think, Bobby Lashley? Is he now off of Mania? Last I saw Bobby Lashley, he was jumping rope by his pool on Instagram. You're going to hate me for this. Tag team with almost? Close. The easiest thing to do is, I'm going to channel my inner stone cold here. Make that some bitch a three-way dance. Omos, Lesnar, Lashley. And God, that's if, something nobody wants to see, but that's the easy thing to do. If TNA didn't have a copyright on it, I'd want Abyss to call this the Monster's Ball. I don't know that TNA has a copyright on anything anymore. And uh, Abyss is an agent in WWE now. So, so yeah, the three monsters, yeah. the Monster's Ball, almost pins both of them. Double-handed chokeslam. One with each mammoth hand of his and his almighty clumsy strength. My guess is there's some poor schlup on that roster that's going to get fed to Bobby Lashley. If Dolph Ziggler gets time on WrestleMania, he should be thankful that he's getting time on WrestleMania. Hey, real quick. Um, we talked about Asuka changing characters 18 different times. <sighs> Did Mustafa Ali, is he a different dude each week? He keeps doing different things backstage, annoying people, but it feels like a different dude each week. I don't know, because on my TV, when he comes on, he moves really fast. I, th I think it's because I'm pressing that button. The but one? Yeah, I don't you know. I, I, I'm afraid I am not up on all things Mustafa Ali. No, no, I apologize. No, 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 no. What is the, uh, what, what part, and I know there's a lot, and it's probably the part that I laugh at the hardest, but what cringes you the most on Raw? Honestly? Honestly. 
And that, that's actually tough. I, I think it was the photo shoot w- with Otis channeling his inner Chris Farley. Did you feel it was disrespectful? Do you feel it was over the top? I thought it was No, I, th- I felt it was disrespectful to me because someone made the decision that this should be on TV and me and others watching would enjoy it. And whoever that dumb some bitch was should get smacked upside their head. Not not like power slap smack smacked upside the head because you don't want to concuss anybody, but a good swift smack upside the head. Okay. I, I I could see that I uh, I there was just a lot of randomness I felt like on Raw and there was some things that hurt and I don't know if I can even pinpoint which one because that almost Lesnar face to face was so bad I probably that was brutal by the way all you had to do was stand there and look at each other and you fricked it up Micah they fricked it up I'm I'm trying to work PG thirteen today cool um real quick though. Am am I wrong to hate this so much? Ed Edge is giving. I knew you were going to bring this up. Who the frick? Frick? Who the frick challenged? Didn't Edge challenge Balor last week, and now Edge is accepting the match? I thought Balor. uh, Never mind that. Hold on. That's the least puzzling thing about this. Get to the worst part. There, go for it. The part that I already pointed out on Twitter. And and this is this is the part where we leave PG thirteen. I'm sorry. Why the fuck are you having a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania? Why don't you save it and two months later you can do it at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? <laughs> You're right. Uh, it can't just be a cage match. That I, I don't even understand any of this, but sure, Edge. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm guessing it's going to be a phenomenal match. We will be very entertained by it. But why are you having a Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania? Save it for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Is it a bad look just to you when you see Rhea Ripley coming to attack Candice LeRae and she misses and runs into the stairs? And each time I'm still thinking, and this is the chick that's going to be competition for Charlotte Flair. It doesn't help trying to balance the two Rhea Ripley's the the Smackdown Rhea Ripley who's a badass who's this ascending star that's this a real force with Judgment Day as kind of a comedy act now on Monday Night Raw that cheats to get the wins but they keep falling all over the place it's hard for me to balance the two Ripley's well I would say to you Micah this might go over your head you might be a little young but as far as balancing the two Ripley's Believe it or not. <laughs> I'm sure, though, even see, as a fan as you are of her, that this is this is an eyesore from one to the other, from one episode to the other, how they present her actions. Because Candace LeRae fucked up and got out of Rhea's way when she shouldn't have? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you knew her name. Yeah, I was, like, thinking Johnny's wife, but you said yeah, Candace LeRae. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Sorry, get back to Dude, just because I fast-forward through Mustafa Ali, that doesn't mean I I don't know everybody else. And I know him. That's why I fast-forward. I don't want to see him. I thought you would have seen enough of Candace LeRae for you to be like the the chick with the wings, and I went right through. Can can you see enough of Candace LeRae? I I like the purple hair. It's interesting how she ties it down. You got the braid, so it doesn't go in the face. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't, whatever. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cody Rhodes versus LA Knight, I, I think, honestly, as a match, was probably my favorite in-ring part of the night. Going to go a little bit over the Solo and Kevin Owens match. Or are you opposite here? Uh, no, it was let's, fine. Let's look over that that L.A. Knight's a SmackDown guy. Remember, it's special. They needed to run a promo. L.A. Knight was showing up on Raw. I'm, you know, because that's like a special thing that they mm-hmm. do. Sorry. By the way, L.A. Knight versus uh, Bobby Lashley would would work for for me. Hey, there you yeah, go. L.A. Knight gets the bright lights of Hollywood. I guess. How do you feel? More Judgment Day, because Judgment Day and Bloodline are really the only things worth talking about. Um, Dom and Daddy. Dude. Ray refusing. I I don't care. No. This is going like so long that I I don't care. It's no wonder that Dominic Mysterio's life has spiraled out of control the way it has. Being sent up the river, doing hard time. What kind of POS dad... While all of Dominic's other friends were getting Mercedes, what kind of POS? No, no, no. They were getting get, getting or get, something. getting he their sons. No, no, no. He got a BMW. Got Trust a BMW. me, I didn't fast forward through this. <laughs> um, they were all getting Mercedes, and fucking Ray Mysterio's getting Dom a BMW. I mean, Jesus Christ! Why didn't you just drive him to the penitentiary and drop him off? I oh, mean, come on, Ray, Ray, and, 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 and this is the type of person WWE wants in their Hall of Fame. Please, I enjoyed it. I'll be honest; I, it, it, was a, it was a guilty pleasure. Was it great? Was it good? Maybe, maybe I feel not. Like it was better on SmackDown than it was on Raw because wasn't it the same? Everything, thing? everything seems less than on Raw and, and better than on SmackDown. Does it, it feel like they do it already on SmackDown and then they sometimes do it a second time on Raw? Maybe. Yeah. See, that, that was my problem. It was kind yeah. of the same promo, yeah. the same thing. I mean, he added in, "You didn't teach me to be a man," but yeah, I, I, it, it's it's running long for me from what we know inevitably is going to happen. Let me, this is going to sound really weird, so I'm going to try to make sure I phrase it the way I want to. Is there a more overperformer that deep down nobody really cares about 
the Rey Mysterio in 2023. And, and I don't mean that to shit on Mysterio's legacy or anything like that. What's the last thing Rey Mysterio did that you actually cared about? Wrestled Kurt Angle for $10 on a pay-per-view that I bought from Arizona when they also had MMA grappling. Remember Michael Yeah, Desby yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be like, sh- like shoot wrestling, but it wasn't. And then, right, they had like MMA on there and... There might even have been a boxing match or two. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I remember that. was that. the last time Rey Mysterio did anything that mattered to me. That, that was least. my point. Uh, even winning the tag team titles with his son, it's fallen flat. Uh, we've talked about it before. Again, skipping topics with AEW. Christian Cage, Chris Jericho. We look at these guys and we're like, they know how to get heat. They know how to get a reaction. And Ray, Ray doesn't Mysterio know how to get a reaction. doesn't know how to get a reaction. He was a great performer. Yeah. He's had some great stories. Right. But he's fallen by the wayside, and and I don't think it's necessarily WWE's fault. Well, I don't think they've put him in the best situations. But but look, I don't disagree with you either. Sometimes it takes a little more than putting in funky colored contacts to to go out and get a reactions. Sometimes it takes a little more than dressing up as a superhero to get a reaction. Sometimes it takes a little more than getting your son a freaking BMW while all his other friends have Mercedes. And let's be honest, by now, with the age, with the time, with sure. the mileage, I feel like Rey Mysterio is down to three moves. He can do the, the setup to the 619, the 619, and the fall off the top rope for the splash. Yeah. And, and that's really what he has to offer. So as he is the greatest luchador of all time, in my opinion, one of the greatest high flyers of all time, I'd really have to make a list to see who the top one is, but... It feels like the time has caught up with him, and you redact that style down so much that it's not as inspiring, not as spectacular as it used to be, and that's a detriment to a guy that these emotional moments with his family, it's been his whole existence in WWE since Seth Rollins had Buddy Matthews next to him. A good way to put it, when in baseball, when a power hitter all of a sudden can only reach the warning track. Oh. And you're not apt at hitting the ball in the gap and, and you know getting doubles and things like that. You're, you're, your home runs are bust, and all of a sudden everything's stopping at the warning track. You either got to adapt or you, you have to move on. The, the issue, and look, we could break down with any style, but being a high flyer, you know, being someone who, who's fast and, and is all over the place, when you start to lose it, you, you, lose you, it. You, right, you lose it, and, and you, you have to try to reinvent yourself. But, by the way, there's no guarantees that people are going to buy into that either because they're used to one thing from you, and, and now you try to become more of a mat technician or, God forbid, they keep handing you a microphone every week. Sometimes it's rough. Not in his element. It's not the best thing. Um you know, we did skip over, and we didn't even think about SmackDown and really got into it. And you know why we got to do it. Because we family. That's why I did it. Because we had to do it because it was family. How did you feel about the Uso explanation, we'll call it? Oh, I like it. It's fine. Um, if you would like me to save you two days and about 14 hours, I can tell you how WrestleMania will play out. Or how it should play out anyway. Oh, okay. Let's let's let's, let's okay. hear this. This is gonna right. be good. Not really. Um, oh, <laughs> well, I mean, WrestleMania. It, it, we don't expect it to be right. good. Could, 
Cody will dethrone Roman Reigns. Okay. But it won't be clean and it won't be pretty. It, look, you can have whomever get involved. Uh, look, Sami Zayn's probably going to be around somewhere, Kevin Owens. But you have Jay Uso cost Roman Reigns the title. That's how you get the title off of Roman. That's how you keep the bloodline story flowing, um, but you change it up and, and, and do it a little differently. So, so it freshens it up. Ooh. You think that there's still some, some spite, some seatfulness. He's still a little irky towards Polly boy. He didn't embrace the hug. He's like, where the chief at? Yeah. So maybe there is some friction. So maybe, maybe you keep this going. Maybe because Kevin Owens is really cemented. into Jimmy this. is Jay's brother. Roman's just a cousin. Right. And I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just saying with them too. here, brother. Yeah. I mean, in family, family, it's not like you see 18 nooses on 90 other regional promotions. They're all in W, not just all in WWE. Um, that the, was besides the, 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 the point. The Usos are to wrestling what the Nurmagomedovs are to MMA. You'll hit one with a rock as soon as you step outside your door into that world. Exactly. Um, Kevin Owens has been cemented into the place of, I don't want to be by Sammy. I don't like you, Sammy. Sammy, we don't work well together. Sammy, 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 Sammy. He keeps saying Sammy. They keep asking about Sammy. So I guess he keeps saying Sammy. Do you still see Sammy and KO getting back together? Or... Do we get some weird night one WrestleMania, Sammy and Cody versus the Usos, night two, Cody dethrones Roman? No, we we, we get Sammy and KO versus the Usos. Because they sure. just keep talking about each other. Yeah. I'm trying to throw out other options besides the inevitable. Oh, no, look, and I don't think that's a bad idea. Look, I also think it might play out where it's two on one and Sammy's out there. Owens doesn't show, and it's Sammy versus the Usos. And then when things are at their darkest for Sammy, oh, look, here comes Kevin Owens. I can't stand in the back anymore and pretend like I don't care. I got to come out here and help you. Um, so, I mean, I, look, there are different ways you could play it out. But, yeah, I can't imagine, barring an injury between now and Mania, that that it's not Sammy Zayn and, and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. How many active competitors have went to the WWE Hall of Fame? Like, should we be acknowledging, I mean, well, as bad as his performing is lately, that Rey Mysterio is doing something special, being inducted while still being active? Or should we take that uh, he's not going to be active much longer? Uh, to, to answer your question, uh, I, I mean, technically... Does Dominic put his daddy out to pasture at WrestleMania? Look, as as much as I love the the Dominic Mysterio Rhea Ripley stuff, and as much as I just shat on Ray Mysterio, Ray deserves a whole lot better than that. Now, look, Ray might be fine with it, help give his son son the rub and, and all that. Ray deserves to be put out to pasture by someone a lot better than Dom. Lot better, lot farther place on the card, this like 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 Dexter Loomis or. I'm being facetious, but but my, my point is it would be a whole lot easier to do better than Dominic Mysterio than it would be to do worse. I guess. I mean, it, it'd probably be better if it was if Seth Rollins. Yeah. I mean. Sure. Yeah, I, absolutely. Kevin Owens. There is somebody you could turn sadistic uh, and take oh. out Rey Mysterio. That, that's a, yeah. 
upper echelon mm. star, but I understand wanting to catapult the young kid into a bigger spotlight. We saw Chris Jericho just lose at the pay-per-view to Ricky Starks. It's kind of in that same echelon, but this is a lot more extreme of a scenario yeah. that we're thinking because this could be the swan song. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps. You know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com. Casino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Since we're talking about Dominic here in Ripley, looks like um, Charlotte and, and Rhea Ripley will headline night one of WrestleMania and, and you'll get Roman and Cody on night two. I don't <sighs> have a, I don't have an issue with either of those, but this brings back another source subject. So not only are you going to do an effing Hell in a Cell match, at WrestleMania, instead of waiting two months for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, whenever it is. Two Not months, too, much. too much. Let's be honest. Too much longer of Judgment right. Day and Edge right. might kill someone. Right. But Hell in a Cell is suddenly so insignificant that not only are you not saving it for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, you're putting it on WrestleMania, it's not even a main event. It's just another match. So, so insignificant, but significant enough to make an event. Uh, another pothole that we're stepping in on this cracked road to WrestleMania that makes... Maybe they can no do sense. the Andre the Giant Battle Royal inside the Hell in a Cell since they're going to have it there anyway. Uh, don't we need the Money in the Bank ladder match to happen here? It's not like they have a big... You do that in Hell in a Cell, too. You, you could do the, the, entire, tournament? the entire two-night WrestleMania inside the Hell in a Cell. You know... Like the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view used to be. Oh, yeah. Or like Lockdown was in TNA back in the day where everything's in a cage. Yeah, I liked Lockdown. Yeah, actually. yeah. But, yeah and I'm being I, very I, facetious I, there. No, I don't. Look, I'm all about the Hell in a Cell match, but you, you got to keep it special. And if it's just another match on WrestleMania, is it really that special? No. That's yeah. not the message I'm receiving. That's not what they're telling me, yeah. but I understand that they're going to tell us it is and then try to do it again here in a couple months. Yep. Over on the AEW side of things, uh, rumors rampant that a an announcement of a third AEW show is imminent. Isn't you that ready imminent? for Wrestling 405 on Saturdays? 
605. Well, 405 Mountain Time, I guess. That's what I grew up with. Uh, I hope that's not what it is. Uh, if it is, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I just think that's for for a promotion that's trying to be new and innovative. I think you're leaning way too hard in the past, but by the whole 605 thing. I mean, we're so far removed. And don't get me wrong, that's right in my wheelhouse. Does it feel any less cheap if it's still just an hour? Show, if it's not like the 605, but if it's just still it's like the afternoon. Prime, that it was it was like those occasional Saturdays when the Braves would, would come on. So so WCW was only an hour or it was an hour and a half because they had to go to the Braves. Now, ain't that cheapen it? No. Look, I'm never going to complain about uh, a company get, getting an extra hour. I, I think that's great. Do you need to lean that hard into the nostalgia? Nostalgia that, quite honestly... Like, so by the time you really got into wrestling, Nitro was WCW's flagship, right? I mean, Saturday night was more of a secondary thing. Yeah, well, by the time I got into it, I was a little crazy six-year-old. Right. So I, right. I watched Saturday. I watched Saturday morning. Well, no, 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 no. I know. I, but, I got, yeah. but, but, but point being, your yeah. age and, and younger, 605 Saturday night means dick all. Um yeah, no, I was the only so, one watching so, that. Yeah, right, so, I mean, the, the people you're trying to grab with that nostalgia are already aged out anyway, and honestly, you, you don't care about if they watch or not from a rating standpoint because they, they, they're not in your demo. I, I'm all about nostalgia. I'm all about, you know, celebrating the past. I don't know that I'd lean all that hard into this whole 605 thing. Okay, maybe it's not 6.05. Maybe it's just 6 o'clock. Like, do you feel like that's the time slot? Inevitably, a Saturday afternoon show, TBS, TNT, is that falling? What's going to be best for them? Do you think we're going to get something at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Do you feel like it's going to be a morning show? They announce a third show on Saturday. Do you think it falls right into that same primetime kind of slot? Where do you think they put it on a Saturday? Because like you said, there's a lot of baseball, other sports that Turner Broadcast does if you're going to announce a Saturday show. And does it oh. just look like Rampage Jr.? Uh, see, that that's the other thing. And look, if it is, that's fine. But uh, look, I, I'd rather have Rampage Jr., Rampage Light, than I would a, a studio show um, where you're showing clips of matches or, or you know, Tony Schiavone's in a room with Renee and they're, and let's go back to the Orlando and Universal Studios for Action and Dreddy and Colton Gunn. I don't give a shit about that. Um, so I, it'll, it'll be interesting. And, and look, good for them. Getting another hour, I, I think that's great. Um, but use it wisely and don't focus so hard on 605 Saturday nights. Would you be disappointed if this was just, say, moving elevation from YouTube to to TV, basically? Yes. By the way, it, what I'm about to say may shock you coming from me. Elevation and dark elevation and elevation after dark at night in the morning, dark this, elevated that. Don't forget about the dark blue plate special. Yes. Uh, 4 p.m. Um, those are perfect a as they are. You, uh, yeah, don't mess with those. K keep them where they're at. Tape an extra three matches after Dynamite, 
after a ramp up, whatever, whatever. Yeah, don't don't mess with dark. Don't mess with elevation. What do you think the name should be for another show? It's not going to be dark or anything. We've got Rampage. We've got Dynamite. We can't use Nitro or Thunder. Raw and SmackDowner are gone. Back Body Drop doesn't fit. I, I don't know. Do you got any thoughts there, Carlisle, on what we could name a third AEW show? No, we're not calling it the Elite. No, we're not calling it the Elite. No, they just trademarked it. Hold on, I'll tell you the name. They just trademarked it. Oh, um, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so we do have official knowledge on a Let's new see name if I can coming find up. It. We know that All Access is going to be the backstage show. We've already mentioned right. that. I don't remember. Uh, come back to me on that. Um, okay, we'll get back and I'll that. find it. But yeah, they they had um, just trademarked something, and I'm certain that that's what it's going to be. And and that, what the hell was it? It wasn't Re- Revolutions, the video game, right? Revolutions of video game. Yeah, whatever, yeah. I, I don't remember, but yeah, they'll have that. But no, look, I think this, look, by the way, this also shows how fully invested Warner is in the AEW product because you've just given them two more hours of TV with the all-access show and then the impending announcement of, of this show. So obviously Warner is happy from a rating standpoint. They're happy with the partnership. Um, and they're giving AEW more time on their networks. I, I, I think that's a big feather in the cap for AEW. Huge trademark. It's great to see everything going in that positive direction that they are committed. Like we said, pro wrestling, a, a cheap live form of entertainment, cheap for the production of it, cheap for... The your one take and done. There's a lot of advantages using the live audience. So it makes sense from the TV perspective. And again, all positive for us wrestle fan, wrestling fans to see the collision. collision. AEW collision is, is, is what they trademarked a, uh, uh, about a month or so ago. Not quite a month. Collision. Yeah. Okay. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Yeah. We'll see what it turns out to be. But as far as dynamite, we know that blows up and explodes. Where do you want to start there? Oh, I don't want to start anywhere. Um, I, I just want to keep flowing. I shouldn't say don't want to start anywhere. Um, we found out last week. <laughs> Tony Khan realized the All-Atlantic title was a stupid-ass name. Good place to start. Yeah, it, it'll be renamed the International Title. Uh, Orange Cassidy defending uh, this week against Jeff Jarrett. What better way to rename the belt than finally put it around the waist of a deserving champion? I just want Orange Cassidy to turn heel, team up with Robinson, and then we can get the tag team of Orange Juice. Horrible joke, horrible thought, but just as bad as Jeff Jarrett and the guitar, he found a new way to use it. He hit it on the knee. Um... Do you think Jeff Jarrett mounts each guitar like post or whatever on his wall? Because for some reason, he always grabs the body of it to run off with it. Like anybody's ever going to throw that at him or, or hit him back with it. After he hit Orange Cassidy, he still had to run away with the remnants. Or is that just the solid way of, hey, I do janitorial also. Double J gets it all done. I think it's more of a, I can take this to the back, bust it up some more, sign the pieces and sell it for 50 bucks on my website. And I don't know that he does that, but, <laughs> but, but I would. 
I just wonder why he ran up yeah. with the guitar. I'm like, what does the handle still do for you now? I, okay. Yeah. But uh, you really think that we get the title change? I, I mean. No, I do no. not. I this do has not. to be another moment for Cassidy. Yeah. He's rolling. I, I think He's you're you're team. continuing to, to build Orange Cassidy. I By the way, I don't like the renaming of this title. As much as we made fun of the All-Atlantic title and how goofy the name was. It was and it's, it's still Well, it's still goofy. But you went all in with it, no pun intended. Yeah. Changing it, I think, highlights how stupid the name was. And now we got to get used to calling it something else. I, honestly, it should have never made it to TV as the All-Atlantic Championship. But once it did, you, need to say you, you should have been stuck with it. We're talking about committing there. You like yeah. it. You put a ring on it. You gave it to all of us out there. You got to put a ring there. on it, but yeah. Well, well, it had a nice, yeah. a bad ring to it, and that's why we remember All-Atlantic title. Do you believe it's just story, or do you believe this is an... I feel like it was a good way to use life into story. Wardlow's shit got robbed. His Drenna car got beat the shit up. I don't believe that this is just a Wardlow lost the title and the ring gear so that we could turn this into Hobbs did it. Oh, I do. You do? I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I felt like, oh, I saw maybe this is that next level storytelling because it was something I had seen on social media earlier in the day and then it's portrayed out there. Is this that alliance between AEW and wrestling media. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say that alliance between AEW and carjackers. Um, <laughs> that would be a great alliance. AEW has I guess. carjackers yeah. ready for you. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. AEW could sell their own line of um, Slim Jims on, on shop AEW. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, I'm not talking about snap into a, I'm talking about little like things you like, jab oh, yeah. down the window to unlock the door so you can steal it. Uh, AEW, the club, that you lock your uh, steering wheel with. Remember those back in the day, the yes. club? Jesus Christ. No, I actually remember <laughs> something. Uh, do you remember the Viper commercials? Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Arr, yeah, see, th- I, I'm telling you people, kids, if you haven't seen these. Oh, my God, the Viper. I forgot about the, with the, the, the stupid <laughs> snake. snake thing. Yeah. And it scared away the, the mm. robber. I'm telling you that security commercials were so much better back in the 90s. They were hilarious. Yes. Um, but off topic of that. I love a good street fight when the guys are in jeans and in boots and you kept Wardlow away from doing any flippy shit. I, I enjoyed this punishing, brutal back and forth match and QTV to debut. I, I'm not going to shit on QTV until I see it. It, it, it has no, the possibility to, to, to be decent. Look, I'm not a Wardlow fan. He, he peaked. Power, uh, power bombing MJF all over the place in Vegas last year. It's been downhill for him since. Uh, I, I don't know what you do there. How'd you like the match, though? Just specifically for the match. I understand there's a lot of character flaws for Wardlow, but he stayed away from the flippy shit. I like this match more than I liked his last few. It was all right. Okay, and the right guy won. Powerhouse. Right Ops. guy won, he is for capitalized. sure. capitalized. There is momentum. There is character development. This was an A-plus for me. They they realized that they had to capitalize on Hobbs, and by doing that, you couldn't make Joe look strong. So I like the quick title change, how they handled this. Sure. 
Don't like how I'm getting the dark order shoved down my throat. Let me rephrase that. I don't like how the dark order is on my TV every week. Uh, we, especially, look, if you want to put them in there against private party or something, all right. But you expect me to buy John Silver and Alex Reynolds being equals to John Moxley and, and, and Claudio Castanoli? I mean, come on. That was horrible. This is rough. Only part I like is I like the meaner heel turn of the Blackpool Combat Club. I feel like that was needed to give them an edge, that rougher side. But this should be a demolishment of the the Dork Order. And Blackpool Combat Club is having to keep it way too close. And by the way, it's not like John Silver and Alex Reynolds are terrible. But the way that group has been portrayed for so long... They ain't top. They have not done anything near close enough to change at least my perception of them and, and expect me to buy into them having a competitive match against the Blackpool Combat Club. And I think we're getting some iteration of the, this again this week with, with some combination of the Dark Order versus some combination you of the, cringe? the Blackpool Combat Club. Sure. You scared? Want me to scare you? Yeah. Blood and Guts, Dark Order, Blackpool Combat Club. Does that not sound like the worst idea ever? But but could it happen? Uh, not even the worst thing we've talked about on the show. Again, Omos, Brock Lesnar. Okay, you're um, right. Yeah, but but are you really yeah. into seeing Hangman? No. With the Dark Order. No. And the Blackpool Combat Club pick up a random guy from New Japan, probably, and, and those eight go to battle because remember well, Brian Danielson's just gone. Yeah, and I don't even know if he's a member of that group. Remember, they just kind of let him go do his own thing. Is he gone or is going home going to Ring of Honor? Who knows? He's just not going to be on AEW TV for a moment. So I don't feel like he's going to be part of the conversation for what we're doing. But I fear that Blood and Guts is where this is going. Maybe. Maybe. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. I'm hoping or not. I'm hoping or not. Uh, And I'm also bringing him up as we mentioned him. I don't feel like Hangman. Ooh, oh, did the, the did the win over? Sorry for stuttering, everybody. Did the win over Moxley get Hangman to the place where they were hoping it would? Hmm. Maybe. No, I, I don't know. Where where were they trying to get him? I think to take away some of that soft feel, to take away some of that you don't believe that he's as credible as credible. He's the weakest of the world champions that we've ever had. And you're trying to uplift Hangman to that point where you feel like he is a real fighter and a real viable top asset. I think that they were trying to put him into a place where we kind of view Moxley. Right. Here's why I will say no. (laughs) Because he's still aligned with the Dark Order. If you really want to elevate Hangman Page, he's either on his own or, like I threw out a couple of weeks ago, stop denying and pretending that Hangman Page isn't best friends with the Bucks and Omega. Lean into that. So either he's he's on his own, he's a badass, ass-kicking cowboy, who has ladybugs on his and butterflies on his pants sometimes, or look, I, I, if I'm going to be part of a group, it ain't going to be these jerk offs. 
It's going to be the jerk-offs over there with Don Callis. The Bucks and Omega. Yeah, to, to, to hell with it, you goofballs oh, in the dark Don order. Don Callis, the one that's going to save Nosuke Takeshna's suffering career. We are going to add to the elite a bright young star that they can elevate. Uh, th- th- this is going to get you a uh, Takeshna Kitty Omega match. Ooh, Takeshna. Yeah. I do like him. And I oh, think no, I do too. Potential. This is a guy where you're like, who could you see getting into that pillar conversation? Yeah, yeah, he could hold some weight on the company and be given some big match spots and take care of it, I feel like. Um, are you happy about it? Because I'm happy about it. Trios, titles with a direction and the House of Black looking to crush all comers. We just had a quick title change with the TNT title. Do you pull the trigger on doing something weird with the House of Black or do you just cement them as powerful with this triple threat match? Way too many bodies. A six-man triple threat match. JSA and the Elite. I think... This is probably the pessimist in me, but you've got three trios teams in this match. That's, to me, too many different people who can win or lose a match and get the titles off House of Black without the House of Black having to be pinned. So you that, that, like that, that was my first thought. Now, look, I, I think it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have the House of Black win just to, to lose two weeks later. But you are in Canada. Jericho's Canadian. Kenny Omega's Canadian-esque. Whatever the hell he is, he's big in Winnipeg. They're both big in Winnipeg, supposedly. And Don Callis. It it, it makes sense. But, yeah, my my gut tells me somehow or another the House of Black uh, keep the belts here. They pulled the trigger on giving the House of Black the titles. You got to keep them. Uh I'm, and I'm going to keep hope alive. One day, you're gonna, we're going to find a third member for the podcast, and we're going to take a picture just like Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, Danny, and Chris did. Uh, that yeah. group hug looks spectacular. Yes. <laughs> something I'm looking forward to this week, Micah, and, and it's something that I know next to nothing about. The rebar mitzvah of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Now, not proud to admit this, but look, we strive to be honest on this show. I know next to nothing about the Jewish faith. Luckily for us, fair to call you something of an expert in the field? No. Fair to say you have some sort of a working knowledge of the religion? I'll take that okay. one, yes. Well, that's infinitely more it's knowledge than I have. With that one. All right. I understand the basics of a, a bar mitzvah. Yes, I have never heard, right. I have never heard of a re bar mitzvah. I'm going to go out on a limb. That, that's really not a thing, is it? This is a, a pro wrestling thing, right? Pretty sure the rabbi would say no, no, okay. no. All right. I, 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 this will either be the greatest segment in the history of our great sport. Thank you, Tony Schiavone. Or... It will be the drizzling shits, like whatever you just broke there. One way or the other, I don't think there's going to be any middle ground on this segment. It's either going to be phenomenal or it's going to be terrible. Did they announce the stirring dynamite or Rampage? Or is this on social media you saw this? Uh, I don't remember now if they announced it on Rampage or if it was afterwards on social media. But yeah, MJF's re-bomb mitzvah. 
All right. Well, and and I, it is, even though there's an R, it's Ba Mitzvah, right? It's not Bar Mitzvah, like, ba. all right, son, taking you to the bar, making you a man. It's not that. It, it is Ba Mitzvah, right? Right. And, okay. and then maybe uh, MJF will return all that oxygen that he tanked to retain the title and share it with the rest of us. Probably not. I mean, and and this is just another thing, and uh, I hate you, Tony Khan, deep in my soul for this one. There was never any reason to do that best of seven match, and it burns in my head every time I see a heel cheat. Every time MJF cheats to retain the title, I just think that we're going to get an announcement of a best of seven series because that's what happened when the Lucha Bros cheat. It's going to burn me forever, and I'm not going to be able to stop bringing this up. Because it was such an eyesore in the existence of pro wrestling that the guy in the back acknowledges there was cheating that one time. Uh, you piece of shit for ever doing that. Sorry. Everything wow. else I loved, but Amazing. each time I, I see... I call Tony Khan a piece of shit, but yeah, whatever. No, no, no. decision. Yes. me eternally. Yeah, the best of seven was so unnecessary. Best of seven because someone cheated and won illegally. What are we going to do this week? Cheat. What are we going to do this week? Yeah. Cheat. What's someone going to do this week? Cheat. Why aren't we having best of seven series all over the place? We can't do that all the time. So cheating is legal. No. And actually, <laughs> I think I was watching Dark or Dark Elevation, and this was point past one of those points where we complain about the referees. I probably didn't see this match, but Juice Robinson raked a guy's eyes so much that the ref went, one, two, Three, four, five. And at five, you know what Aubrey Hebron finally did? She like tackled Juice Robinson to get the hands off. And I'm like, isn't just this the point where you actually disqualification? You you broke my rules. And and I thought it was gonna lead to like, you know, that referee talent interaction and, and a bigger story for Juice Robinson. Instead, she tackled the guy after the five count. That's what happens when you break the rules in AEW. The ref then intervenes instead of using their power. Um, sorry couple tips i had to get off my chest there about aew jungle boy gonna get gold this year he's going for it darby allen orange cassidy three-on-one handicap match versus mjf because combined the three of them are almost the same size as mjf so it makes sense from that standpoint yay or nay I'm kidding. What we kind of call this the the king of the pillars match? Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but it, we're all happy that MJF has enhanced his body so much. Oh no! What the fuck does that mean, Micah? What what what, what type of allegations are you throwing out there? Hey, hey man, man doesn't have man's got a little that. acne on his back sometimes. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, he must be Some on steroids. Swings. Muscles bulging on top of muscles. You just naturally assume that, that very that, quickly, that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's enhanced. He's he's working out a lot in the gym. Hey, you know what happened if Jungle Boy did what MJF did? You get John Silver with with hair. I, I, I hate to say this because of the association, but I'm going to say it anyway. And, and I don't mean it because of the the association. What you actually get is Chris Benoit. <laughs> I, now, see, I'm not talking about 
No, well, from I mean, the kid thing, but part, right, yeah, yeah, that, but, that, 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 right. The, I was thinking about the mullet <laughs> or, or a dynamite kid, someone who's got way too much muscle on, on that little body. Um, yeah, someone like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't. It gets back to what we talked about earlier, though. And you've got plenty of possibilities. I'm not sweating it, but I am curious what you're doing next with MJF. And I'm guessing because. I think here in a few weeks we got one of those uh, regular Wednesday night shows that we slap a cool title on to make it mean more. Um, so I mean, you've got that between like now. Is coming, right, 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 right. Uh, spring break spring out. breakers, oh, yeah, or then the, they do in the North Pole or something like they did last year in Cleveland. Um, but I mean, I I think you probably you definitely want to start building towards double or nothing, but you've got time in between to maybe do a little mini, I don't want to say mini run, but a trial run, whether it's a Darby, a, a, a jungle boy, Jack Perry or whomever. Um, but then maybe still do an Adam Cole or whomever um, at, uh, at, at double or nothing. Punk. Is it time? And do you think we finally seen the end of because JSA Jericho Appreciation Society they're involved in this trios now. Do you think we're finally past the point of Ricky Starks and Action Andretti with the Jericho Appreciation Society? Because we still had the Guevara victory with the Garcia interference on Rampage. Are we getting away from this story yet and moving Starks and Andrade into something else, or do you think they're going to prolong this rivalry out? And by the way, of the names we just threw out, as far as what's next for MJF, you should at least throw Ricky Stark's name in there. And the only reason why I'm literally hesitant to do it is because we just had the buildup yeah. from the ring, and then it was a quick promo yeah. and, and a quick rivalry. That's why I feel like what you're saying, a Jungle Boy, a a Darby, an orange Cassidy, something like that could be another small intermediate run, but I don't know if they're going to make that a long story where it feels like that's a place for Adam Cole. Right. And I'd hate to take the belt off of orange Cassidy this soon, just for a small run where I'd be more intrigued to still see a, a villain with a long-term story, uh, come up. I don't know what we're doing with that belt, but right. at a point I'm hoping to hear about a return for Scorpio sky. Yeah, yeah, and he would want his DNT title belt back immediately, and I think that'd be a great place to start with Orange Cassidy for something longer. Yeah, I'm, I totally sidetracked. Is what what was the question? Oh, Star Starks in and Andretti done with the JSA? Are you ever really done with the JSA? Maxwell seems to got away from Chris. I mean, we had a sing, a, a song, a dance, a steak number, but they a fit. They kind of did. I feel like Jericho kind of calls his shots he moves here he moves there he seems to have moved on to the trio's title but, but there's still some action there lingering yeah it'll be I, I... and and we obviously know it's going to end with a match of bringing up jsa how do you like 2.0 getting some more time some more prominent making their pitch that degeneration i mean the acclaim should join the jsa because they are sports entertainers how much do you think the foam finger merch sales have dropped in the last month? Or the the, the foam scissors, the, the the scissor fingers. 
I'm thinking they they plummeted. I'm guessing it just doesn't seem to be as I don't know. Every so often, sister me daddy ass, and my wife looks at me like again. It, that part that part really hasn't got old for me. But when it's the same rap every single week, you kind of expose the fact that you're really not a good rapper. That was two weeks in a row. It that's been the problem. Yeah. You'll get some good lines and then. Not as great. It, it's been a real up and down. It looks like a heart monitor when you're talking about the rapping abilities for Max Caster. Am I wrong? Like, there'll be some good ones, and then there'll I, be a few weeks with bad ones. You know. Or the four <laughs> weeks with just repeating the same lines. Growing up as a kid, watching wrestling every Saturday night at 6.05 on TBS. Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, Dusty Rhodes, Magnum TA, the Russians. Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant, Paul Jones, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express. Never once did it occur to me, huh, wonder if those guys are good rappers or not. <laughs> but yeah, here we are in 2023 on a wrestling podcast talking about the acclaimed. And yeah, the, the raps really aren't that good. They're, it's like one every three weeks. Yeah. And then there's this kind of revolving, regurgitating material. It, it exposes you. Max Caster, MJF. We, we've had some promo problems. They've got guys that are good with the mic, but it seems like they could take their creativity as writers to another level. Yeah. But overall, how do you feel about the opportunity, the exposure, the matchup? How do you feel that the acclaim is just, yeah, we're bypassing the tag team titles. We're cool with the Fatal 4-Way. Was our rematch? Ass boys. Yeah, you go do your thing with FTR. We're sliding to the side. How do you feel about all of that with the tag team division, I guess? Uh, well, I, I think the acclaim needed to take a step back. Um, Could you have milked it for a couple more weeks? Another, well, another month well, well okay, hold on then. What I would have done, well, I would have kept the, the belts on the acclaimed and, and had FTR come back and challenge them. Obviously, Tony Khan w- was ready to pull the trigger on Colton and Austin, Austin Gunn, uh, which is fine. His price, look, his company, he pays the bills. It's So once you make that decision, yeah, the acclaimed, look, you could... Look, the acclaim would be a better option for a hangman page than the effing dark order. Now, you'd have to come up with a reason for that to work, but your storytellers, that's what you do. That shouldn't be that hard. I mean, look, I think there are things, is the point I was trying to make, that you can do with the acclaimed that's not necessarily taking a back seat or being de-pushed while at the same time keeping them away from the tag titles for right now. I mean, fuck, uh, When's the last time FTR wrestled for the AEW tag team titles? Now, they also had like eight other titles. So, yeah. You know, but, but, yeah. So, but, but I mean, my point is there are things you can do with the acclaimed, keeping them away from the titles, but still keeping them strong. And I, I would hope that, that Tony Khan figures that out and, and comes up with a way to do that. So you're hopeful that there'll still be prominence and this will be a good story, good match between them and 2.0? Yes. All right, that will have a cool hand to it. Think about this for one second, then we'll move on. But at various points in AEW's young life, you've had Snoop Dogg make appearances. You had Rick Ross make appearances. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. 
you had Shaquille O'Neal, who, by the way, we don't like to talk about it, m- much like the, the the Shazam movie or Kazam or whatever the hell it was called. I'm pretty sure Shaquille O'Neal put on a rap album once upon a time, too. Oh, he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah. They so, are deep in the right. hip-hop community. Will they keep playing old 80s rock songs for everyone's entrances? That's not where I was going to go, but don't get me started on that because that, that is a sore subject for me as well. But where I was going to go, you've had all these influential rappers, people in the music industry, things like that. Nobody's pulled the acclaim aside to give them some tips. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. They need the help. They need the help. Keeping in the theme of the tag team titles, does it feel like a foregone conclusion that I still going with the kingdom, but Lucha Bros are getting a big push. The Briscoe rub. We got the reach for the sky ladder match. We knew it was about time. You're going to have to do something with those ring of honor tag team titles. How do you feel about the way that they are going to crown a new champion? I'm fine with it. I would assume whoever wins it, it's going to be something of an homage to um, the Briscoes. So it's almost certainly going to have to be a face team. Um, See, I didn't know if they were going to go face team because then it feels like the Lucha Brothers. If you're going hardcore Ring of Honor, that's why I was like, it's got to be the kingdom to relaunch it, to to give that nostalgia fan to the Ring of Honor fan base that you're bringing back because you already got new champions basically everywhere else. True. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I think because I think at the end of that match, you're doing something to acknowledge the, the, the Briscoe brothers and, um, the one that died, you're, you're acknowledging his memory. Um, and I don't know that that works if it's the kingdom. Yeah. If it's a heel, if it's, if it's the rivals, but by the way, you got to do something with the, uh, the ring of honor, six man titles. If Brian cage is on his way out. He has at least agreed to stay on through the pay-per-view. So we'll figure it out then who the embassy is going to be losing to. Um, Are you surprised by that news, by that speculation? Like, Brian Cage, okay, go to free agency. He's got to come back to Ring of Honor and AEW, right? Because do you think that with what we've seen, Paul do in WWE that spending spree he went on. We're talking like 11, 12 performers. They bought back that have fallen to live up to it. Can you bring in a mid thirties year old Brian cage? If you're triple H, no. If you're Vince McMahon who has a hard on for big muscle bound dudes, but he's not big. Maybe I, that, that's true. That's the problem. If when he walks in the room and you stand you, him you next realize, to Bobby Lashley and you realize that his head comes up to Lashley's chin. Yeah. That's He's AEW big. He's we haven't yeah. seen him standing next to Kenny Omega, and I'm talking about like a height thing yeah. because you see Omega next to the Jacksons, and you're like, shit. He's only got an itch, inch on him. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. No, that's a good point. No, honestly, assuming Cage leaves, I I think the best he can hope for the rest of the way is being forever known as the guy who shows up at the. NWA studios and takes the title off of Tyrus and spares us all the, the reign of blobness that, that is the, the Tyrus in NWA title run. I, I don't, I don't see him in WWE. I don't see him in NXT. I guess impacts an option. Uh, 
Do you recall the first time you saw Brian Cage as a performer? Oof, off the top of my head, I do not. Okay, so I remember this is back in Six Sides TNA, and remember where they used to have the make believe like gauntlet or whatever, where the matches where they were doing to impress to see who would get on the roster. Uh huh. Uh-huh. In not in a bad way, but if you saw that guy and this guy, it's still kind of the same guy. I not in a bad way, but Brian Cage has felt like a finished product for a while. This is the Brian Cage we had on Lucha Underground. It, it, it's he more should, of me. He, he to probably say, needs to be refinished. He, he's somebody that, in the nicest way, it's surprising to hear that there's WWE interest now. I'm like, guys, you could have had him for years, years where he was Is impact really or WWE interest though. That's what we're being told. So do you think that is a real no. viable possibility? No, I do not. I and the not. way he no sold John Morrison's win and walked out on impact at the end. Hey, we saw Austin, uh, Austin Aries do the same thing. This feels like a good place for cage. I, I don't think you get better than the spot that you're in now. You could probably earn your way further up the ring of honor card. But I don't think there's a better overall destination for him. I think he could be a big star in Ring of Honor. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to see him in NWA and some impact appearances. Though. How about a faction? You're Tony Khan. You want to make Brian Cage happy. Brian Cage. Wardlow. Ryback, here's the rub. You never see two or more of them together at once. The gimmick is we're all the same person. We just have a split personality. But one week it's Brian Cage. The next week it's Wardlow. The next week it's Ryback. You have a six-man match, but two of them get laid out backstage, so only one of them can come out. They're basically the same person. Yeah, that, that, that's that's the long way around this. And I, I don't mean that as an insult. I also don't mean it as a compliment. It, it's just, it is what it is. They're basically the same wrestler, the same sports entertainer, however you want to put it. They're all basically the same person. Yeah. I, they're, I, they're, they're both undersized from a height standpoint. They've... All three got more muscle, or in Ryback's case, had, because I haven't seen Ryback lately, more muscle than they probably really need, and they look short and stocky. They could be managed by Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> I shouldn't have went there. I apologize. What are we calling this this awesome trio? Muscle-bound? The You're calling them the teenage roided turtles. Because that's kind of what they look like, turtles. So you, you lean into that. You get them one of those gimmicks like, um, uh, we don't lose any of you here. We'll switch over to MMA for a second. Like your boy John Dodson came out to in Japan a couple months back. Or China, wherever the hell they were at. The Rising. That was Japan, right? Japan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you had the Ninja Turtle uh, yeah. like onesie on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you want them wearing they, they, they onesies. May as well. I mean, you're going to go in, go all in, right? 
Okay. Again, no pun intended. I think they've all worn slinglets before. We we yeah. could we could do it. It would look like uh Kurt Angle's group on steroids. Yes. <laughs> yes, a roided up Shelton Benjamin and, and Charlie Haas. Exactly. Yeah. I no, no, I'd rather keep my factions with like the outcasts. Do you do you like that name? Is it too close to the outsiders? I, I feel like I, I would call them the outsiders, I ain't gonna lie. It, it is not too close. Um I now I realize you for trademark reasons, you probably couldn't call them the outsiders. I, I got that. Um outcast, it's fine. You gotta call them something. I mean, one's a punk rocker, a goth, another one kind of rocker-ish. I, I mean, in, in, in normal society, I guess you could look at the three of them as outcasts. I, I outcasts was to say, from the pretty girl stereotype in the locker room. I was say one of them, a uh, amateur porn star. Interestingly enough, n- not the one who has the OnlyFans account. Um, or hers is—it's not OnlyFans. But what does Tony Storm do? It's one of the—it's not OnlyFans, but it's one of those along those lines, right? Is it? I, I thought she had a website. It's yeah, a website. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, no, outcasts are fine, I guess. Yeah, all right, with this growing faction that they are terrorizing, we've seen them just spray painting green owls on whatever they want. Uh, I think the spray painting thing thing is a little played, but whatever. I mean, what else are you going to do? Because they're women that they just go out and write right on their their fallen opponents with lipstick or something. That, 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 that's a little sexist. People. Yeah, exactly that too. And yeah, so yeah, I'm fine with it. I I think it's brought uh, a bit of energy to the top of the women's division. Now, also with that transition and change, how do you feel about the disassociation? Uh, she's still backstage. She still works. She still does the makeup. Rebel, no longer an on-screen character. Reports are that they just didn't feel that Rebel added to the faction. She didn't fit with, with the nicer image of Britt Baker. The the I don't want to say good guy face, but but more of that. Look in this feud that that's de facto that that's what Britt Baker and company are. Right, they're the faces here, and the, the the other group is the one trying to take down the the women of AEW. And it feels like from this past week, we're gonna then in, in, uh, insert Riho right. in as the third member of your face faction with Hater and Britt Baker. So that makes a little more sense. Feels a little more. Oh, Miss yeah. Rebel, ah, she'll be back. Like you said, she she didn't lose her job. She still works backstage. Uh, honestly, she was never supposed to do any of the stuff she's done. It, it, it just kind of happened. So, yeah, whatever. I'll miss her, I guess. But yeah. All right. M- maybe she'll come back without the bangs. I'm not a bangs guy. So did you want to hear about the cinematic match? Does this mean we have to talk about Impact now? I mean, does this mean we're going to talk about Impact now? Impact! All right. Uh, I, I mean, we have... The cinematic match. Let's just get to the end. Yes, the cinematic match between PCO and Eddie Edwards in the Desert of Rocks. Looks like the apocalypse is about to begin and the shovel is involved. And as they're going back and forth, fighting in what looks to be a three-foot area where they did this backstage uh, with a green screen to save the day at the end, Lish Edwards 
hits PCO with an SUV. And yet I literally drove and boom, nailed him with the truck and saved Eddie, get in and run off. And cinematic matches, still a thing with Impact Wrestling. We also have a new women's tag team that has developed. We know that Taya Valkyrie is done with the company. I don't know who's going to have the knockouts tag team titles after we get done with what was done at these tapings. But Killer Kelly did call out tarot card reading Tara Wild. Wild said that the cards choose the fate and that Killer Kelly needed to choose her fate. She refused, said she made her own fate, and fate in the form of the now-debuting Kyling King is around, makes her debut, and is now associated with Tara Wild. So Wild and... Kaylin King, formerly AEW and WA, now a tag team. Sammy Callahan has lost to Rhino, and it turns out to just be another part of the trials in the design. Not sure what the purpose of this design is. You could add Rhino to that Brian Cage, Wardlow, Ryback group, too. A little short squad. Now, not as muscular, but big and thick. I, Very I, I just want to give him a commentary job somewhere or something. Why is Rhino still still performing I at this point? I it's, it's he's, he's hanging around for that faction with Brian Cage and company. I'm telling you. And Bully Ray does have an ally, Masha Slamovich. That sounds about right. And he calls Santino Morella Santino Salamanilla. That sounds about right too. That's about funny. And that's what we got going on on Impact. Not to mention, yes, Moose did attack Joe Henry backstage, and Brian Myers says he's going to take the title belt, the digital media title. Well, I have a new president of Impact Wrestling. Who's the new president? Scott DeMore. He's now president also? Yes, he's been promoted to president of Impact Wrestling. Uh, who else did they bring on? Um, that's my friend that used to be with WWE. Oh, um... Lou D'Angelelli, or something, uh, vice president of marketing, uh, marketing had left WWE. Is was actually working with uh, Cirque du Soleil. Um, yeah, so th- they made some um, office changes there at Impact. Hopefully, they'll be for the better. Hopefully, we'll get some more great contact from Impact, or at least a step up in what we're doing. There's been some good stuff. We're looking for more great stuff, guys. Impact Wrestling. Cinematic matches might be a little bit over, and yeah, PCO, Rhino, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray. That's Impact Wrestling right now. What year is this? Unfortunately, 2023. Why are they booking it like it's 1996 ECW? I, I have no clue. You do have guys still like Josh Alexander. You have Trey Miguel. The tag team titles are around Ace Austin and Chris Bay. So there is that young talent. But but the veterans, these these guys that are still around, as, as we'll say, still a real prominent part of the product. All right. Anything else? New Japan, if you watched that this past week, they did show from the Rumble in the Valley. Mm-hmm. You got to watch the final match of Jay White's New Japan career, losing to Eddie Kingston. And we also saw the Tanahashi versus Okada matchup. And I will, it now gets to be a little interesting. Does this become the long-term project? It could be. The Bullet Club was formed and the leader was Finn Balor. After a year, Finn Balor was taken out and AJ Styles became the leader. Mm-hmm. Two years after that, Kenny Omega became the leader. Three years after that, 
Jay White became the leader. Now he's had a five-year run as the leader, and Jay White unceremoniously taken out by David Finley. It would assume... Ten-year run? Well, (laughs) seven-year run. (laughs) Okay, all right. Is it going to be a six- or seven-year run? Because you got all the way up to five-year run for Jay White, and White really had to... I am Switchblade to the whole creation of his character right. to becoming that main event guy while still pushing himself into being the leader of the Bullet Club. It'll be interesting to see if they're able to do the same maturation with David Finley. And do we get a six-year run out of him? Or is this something shorter? It's also a little interesting to me because I thought Kenta leaving WWE, going back over to New Japan, he was prominent but seems to have kind of taken a back seat a little bit as towards being a faction leader. Yeah. I, I, uh, the Bullet Club means nothing to me anymore. At this point, it's NWO 2000. It's Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, and the the whatever the Harris brothers were then. Uh, quality control, creative control, creative control. Yeah, that, that that that's basically what what the Bullet Club is at this point. It's it's NWO two thousand. Yeah, it's the silver and black. Outside of the guys that I know from AEW and Impact, talking about Ace Dawson, I know Kenta's over there. Real quick. It's not able. It's not easy to name all the guys. You saw Hikaleo, Tama Tonga, Tongaleo. All of them get ceremoniously disbanded. So normally I could tell you all the members of the faction, but. I'm not sure who's Bullet Club and who's not Bullet Club. Well, I think once you're Bullet Club, Micah, you're Bullet Club for life. For, 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 for life. Yeah. And hopefully that's not as long as Tyrus will have that NWA title, which again, I believe he's being challenged by Bully Ray. So is he the hardest? Ric Flair used to hold that title. Harley Race held that title multiple times. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, is a multiple-time NWA champion. Luthez, Terry Funk, Dory Funk Jr., Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Ron Garvin, uh, Tyrus. Do you wonder what's happened, not just to the NWA title, but sidebar from that? Where's Nick Aldis? He's done with the company. He went his own way on to bigger and better things. I ain't seen him in Impact. I ain't seen him in NW. I ain't seen him in Lucha Libre. I ain't seen him. What is next for Nick Aldis? Was this just a bad move that NWA needed to really be his ceiling? I don't know that it needed to be a ceiling. I think what he found is he was more valued by the NWA, maybe by impact to a lesser degree, was down there than he was on the for, 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 right, on the opening market, but by WWE or AEW. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure any, and I like Nick Aldis. I, I don't want this to sound like I'm crapping on Nick Aldis because I'm not, but I, and I get it. He wasn't happy there anymore. He didn't like the, the, the creative direction, but he might've overvalued his worth. And realized that WWE is not going to throw a bunch of money my way. Tony Khan's not going to throw a bunch of money my way. Huh? Do I take less money for the job or do I just sit at home right now? Just sitting at home. Right now. Yeah. Just sitting at home. So I want to see on that. Anything else we need to hit on? We've went all around the world of pro wrestling at this point, I think. So that's all I got. If you got any more, you should hit me up on Twitter. 
That's at Frankel Micah. Get the show on Twitter at PW After Hours. Find me at Real Mike Carlisle. We will talk to you next week right here for another episode of Pro Wrestling After Hours here on the After Hours Podcast Network.